Hey, hey, Hannah's Hive, it's Dr. Maya here, and I'm thrilled to invite you to our newest series, Faith Fuel, sharing testimonies and igniting hope. In the spirit of my dear grandmother, Mary, who always says, you don't have to do anything extra, just tell what God did. We're embracing the simplicity and power of storytelling in this series. Your testimony, your unique story, is a beacon of hope, and we're here to amplify its impact. So why Faith Fuel? Because we believe that within each testimony lies the power to fuel someone else's journey. There's an incredible strength in sharing what God has done in your life. This series is a testament to the fact that your story, no matter how seemingly small or ordinary, can be the exact fuel someone else needs to keep going, to overcome. So here's the purpose. We're creating a sacred space for you to share, connect, and inspire. And the benefits, oh, they are boundless. Whether you're a storyteller or a listener, Faith Fuel is a source of encouragement, a reminder that even in the midst of life's challenges, God's grace is at work. So stay tuned and let the stories unfold. everyone. Welcome to the Hey Hannah podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Maya Fields. But to my friends and those who know me well, I'm just Maya. I'm a higher education administrator, a mother, and a wife of 14 amazing years. But above all, I'm a Christ follower. This podcast is a special platform created to honor the memory of my beloved daughter, Hannah. It's here that I have the chance to have the conversations that I never got to have with her to share the wisdom and love I wish I could have passed on. It's a reminder to cherish the precious moments we're given and a testament to the power of healing, hope, and personal growth. If you're someone who's seeking personal growth, inspiration, and practical advice to build a solid foundation for a successful and fulfilling life, this is a place for you. Join me as we honor Hannah's memory together. Laugh, cry, and learn. Get ready for a podcast that is so much more than you could ever imagine. The Hey Hannah Podcast. Healing hearts, one conversation at a time. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hey Hannah Podcast. So thankful that you all continue to join in. And I hope that you are enjoying and being blessed by our Faith Fuel series because I have been hearing um, so so much wonderful feedback from so many of you. So thank you for continuing to tune in. And thank you for those of you who are brave enough and willing to come and share your testimony with us. Thank you so much for your obedience. And we have Michelle Steiner with us tonight, who is sharing her testimony with us as well. So Michelle, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely glad to have you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's certainly been a pleasure. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So I will, let me stop talking so we can hear from you. Away, <laughs> Michelle. Sure. Well, my name is Michelle Steiner. I live in Pennsylvania with my husband, Ron, and our two cats, Jack and Sparrow. 
and I work in a school as a paraeducator with students who have disabilities. And I also uh, am a disability writer, speaker, and photographer, and I have a learning disability. And having a disability has been a huge part of my testimony. I was uh, growing up, I was raised Catholic. God was always in my life. My parents were great for uh, planting that seed of taking me to church and participating uh, with that. That was just something that we definitely did. Um, but I didn't get that relational aspect until I was much older. I did give my life to Christ at a vacation Bible school when I was, I think it had to be three or four, but I went to church, but it was not that relationship. And another really significant part of my childhood was I was diagnosed with having a learning disability when I was in kindergarten. And this was a surprise to my parents. I was an only child, so they didn't have a whole lot to base development around. And during this time, not a lot of people uh, were getting diagnosed with necessarily having disabilities. We were still a few years out of, of legislation where people with disabilities were getting services in school. So for my teacher to find that, that was just amazing at such a young age. I had to repeat kindergarten the following year in a different school in our district, still a public school. And I began to receive specialty services uh, for all areas of instruction at that point. And I can just remember being really frustrated in school. And I just thought, I'm not really that smart. And I thought life was always going to be difficult. And my life would just be a lot better if I didn't have a disability. And the bullying started a lot really young. I was definitely different than a lot of my peers. and. Diversity really wasn't celebrated. It, it was more feared than anything else. So, I, and it got a, a lot harder for me as I went throughout school. Academically though, it got a lot easier for me. I started to make really good grades. I made honor roll. And I can remember we were trying to plan on what my purpose was going to be and what I was going to do outside of school. And I knew that I wanted to go to college, but I had a teacher that said, I don't think you can handle college because of your learning disability. And I thought, yeah, and she suggested going to a trade school. And I just can remember thinking, well, I really, nothing there interests me. So I decided that I was going to go to a, a, a college and I got connected with an agency called Office for Vocational Rehabilitation. And they helped to say, all right, this does sound feasible for you to go to college. And they showed me uh, community college would be a good plan because I didn't have SAT scores. And sometimes the university would look at how well you did at a community college. And, and I could just see God was giving me all these little signs that this was going to work. I can remember one of the biggest ones had to be my parents advocated for me. And I also had, there was a student teacher and she told me that I could go to college because I knew how to study. And that was just amazing because nobody believed in me really at that point other than my family. And, and I knew that this was going, yeah, this was something really amazing to hear. And she talked about some students that had disabilities that went to campus. And I just was amazed when I heard that. The agent, so I was able to graduate from high school 
and the agency that I was with, I had to get tested for having a learning disability again. And I've never been a great test taker. And I really scored low on a lot of my tests. And the psychiatrist put on my report, most likely won't go beyond a community college. And that was really heartbreaking too. I, I was already enrolled to go to college in the fall. And I can remember when I got to college, uh, there was a, a lot of stigma that surrounded accommodations. I had a professor that told me that I would have limited job choices and people thought that using accommodations were cheating. So I didn't use them for a long time and that was a big mistake. My grades really suffered. And finally there was a, a science professor. I was really struggling in her class and she said, why don't we at least get you extended test time? And I was able to graduate and during this and move out on my own. And during that time, I had that independence because I can't drive. And that was really nice to be uh, on my own and be able to go where I wanted to go. It was during that time that I decided that I didn't want to be Catholic. And I found a, another church to go to that I felt uh, definitely was more relational. And life was good. God was definitely there with a lot of um, the jobs that I was at. I had a lot of temp jobs. I was working. And, but I always wanted more for myself. And I guess, be careful what you wish for or pray for, because <laughs> God did give me that opportunity. Uh, financially, I had to move back in with my parents. My job was downsizing. And I can remember that I just felt that this was something I, it was time to go back to school. And I could just feel that nudge and God put everything into motion to be able to go back. I can remember, he put away with financial aid. I had definitely, I, I had everything paid for. I was able to graduate debt free. I had that agency that helped me and I had a, a state grants and things such as that that really helped me be able to do that. Uh, the right program was there uh, that I was passionate about and it had the least amount of math and science possible. And it also had transportation, uh, a family member that worked on campus and went to my parents' church heard that I wanted to go back to school and I was going to that university and she's like, I can pick her up, I can take her. And that put a lot of, uh, eased a lot of burden off my family because uh, they had, they were, both my parents were working at the time and I needed a way to get there and I didn't want to live on campus and I, I just, that just came through. And when I got there, I used the disability accommodations that they offered. I had a note taker. I had extended test time. I uh, was able to speak up and advocate for myself. And that made all the difference. I made Dean's List for a semester. And I, I most of my professors were very understanding. I had a few that didn't quite get the memo, but that was life. And I was able to graduate with uh, a bachelor's degree despite being told I couldn't do it. After uh, and after college, it took a long time for me to be able to find the job that I was supposed to be at. I had a few jobs that didn't quite work out and a lot of them said they were disability friendly and it turned out to not be that at all. And it was just God leading me to the right place and eventually he led me uh, to a job being a paraeducator in the school 
and it's so rewarding to, to be able to work with students. All the kids know I cannot help them with math. <laughs> and just recently, I was in a classroom and there was math and I couldn't help. And I was kind of thinking, oh, I actually prayed. I said, God, why do you want me here? And all of a sudden I turn around and a kid was crying. And I had that opportunity to go up to him and really go and just tell him he was really frustrated. And I had the chance to share that I have a learning disability and I know how tough it can be. And I mean, I'll be able to help you, but if you're, if you're that scared, I want upset. I want you to let me know so we can get someone over here that can assist you. And that, that kid didn't cry anymore. And now he's answering questions in class and he's asking for help. And I just find it amazing that God uses me for a lot of those situations. And another thing that God has really enabled in my life has been sharing my story uh, through writing. Uh, writing has always been healing. That is one of the first gifts that we found out that I had because I can remember being really discouraged and my dad always assured me that God doesn't make junk. And he found a story that I wrote about a dinosaur. And he said, this is really good. And that just encouraged me to write more things and led me to so many friendships. Uh, and I had a friend that told me, you really should write about having a learning disability. And I said, oh, that's too personal. Don't want to go there. I think I wrote some bad poetry for a number of years and some other really cringeworthy things. But when I finally took her advice and I wrote about my story about uh, my struggle with opening up doors with limited hand dexterity, it was one of the most healing things that I've ever done. And it just encouraged me to write more and it also encouraged me to start my own blog called Michelle's Mission, where I write about life with a learning disability. And I also combine my love with photography. That's been another thing, too. People will would tell me, you bring out details in a flower that I, I miss. And if I was in the driver's seat, there would be so much that I would miss. A lot of times I'll be in the car with my husband and... I'll say, did you see that? And he'll say, no, I didn't. I was paying attention to the road. <laughs> and I get a chance to go back there if I'm on a walk and take a picture of the flower. And God just presents that opportunity to me. And just he's used my disability. What I thought was meant to harm me has turned out to not only be for my good, but for the good of a lot of other people. Sorry, I lost my mic for a minute. Oh, Michelle, you are just so inspiring. Um, and you're so talented. Oh my goodness, so many amazing things. Um, what I love that immediately stuck out to me, um, your dad said, God doesn't make junk. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's amazing. I mean, it's, it's simple, but it's very profound. When we think about maybe some of the things that we can say to ourselves or kind of just get discouraged god doesn't make junk like every one of us that he's made is 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 quality and i love that um i'm gonna use that one for sure <laughs> i awesome. do ask you um how did you remain so positive and encouraged like even when things start to get a little tough for you like i know you said the bullying took place and then you started to kind of get a little down yourself. Like, how did you just remain encouraged and keep moving forward? 
I think one of the biggest things was that finding that healing with writing was definitely one of them. I also think having great parents. Yeah. And I also had a great support system of friends outside of my school. And God, I could just start to see it was a faith-based place. And I got to see that relational aspect and just all those little seeds that God was just planting in my life. And I think that helped me out too. Awesome. Wonderful. I did want to ask you also, I noticed a few of the times that you said you were primarily discouraged is when someone else um, would speak, I guess, negatively in a sense over you. And that had an impact on how you in turn felt about, you know, your situation or kind of where you were. I would say, um, how important do you feel like the the words spoken over you were at that time in your life? I think a lot of times there was a lot of, um, I put a lot of value on what other people thought. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes I wasn't listening to what God thought of me. So mm -hmm. I think it was really hard because I didn't have a lot of encouragement from other people, uh, family and friends, definitely. And they would try to encourage me and it just sometimes I always I picked up a lot on the negative and I was in it I was pretty negative for a while so that definitely did have an impact on me for sure um and I bring that up because I I think it's so important to make sure that we're careful with what we're we're speaking over other people and a lot of times we can be you know very flippant with our conversation or like you can't do that or you know you're not even the statement you're not going to go beyond community college how can you tell put the limits on someone else you know like you try give the individual the the opportunity to try and i think you know it's so important mm -hmm. to make sure that we're very careful for what we're saying over other people because you were able to keep going and you know stay encouraged but there's plenty of people who sometimes that that's the roadblock and that stops them and they don't end up you know getting as far as they could have because of you know the unkind words spoken by other people so i think that's so important exactly <clears throat> And the last thing I want to ask you is if anyone who is listening and they feel um, and they have a disability or feel like they're at a disadvantage in any capacity with trying to reach their full potential, what would you say for them to um, be encouraged and to keep moving forward? I would really encourage people that have disabilities and are just and they're discouraged that things do really get better. I would encourage them to know um, what they want, what they want, because God put those desires in everybody's heart, and He has a purpose and He has a plan for all that. And if you put that in His hands, it turns out a lot better than you could have ever um, imagined. And to ask God after you find out what you want to do. Ask and and if is his will to uh, ask for a way to be able to do it. Yeah. And sometimes it may not come in the package you expect, but it it'll happen if that's what uh, God has His plans for your life. And if not, ask Him to reveal what is His plans because they're far greater than yours. Absolutely. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you coming to share your testimony with us and your just your willingness to share. And I just love the positivity that you continue to radiate. Um, 
as you even told about the challenges, like you were just still smiling the entire time. So I, I love that positivity. Thank you so much um, for coming. Hannah's Hive, thank you so much for tuning in. We will be here again next week, same place, same time. And until next time, everybody, take care. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Hey Hannah podcast. We hope that you found inspiration, insight, and encouragement in our conversation today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to stay connected with us, be sure to like, subscribe, and review the Hey Hannah podcast. Your feedback helps us reach more people and spread our message of love and wisdom. You can also follow us on social media at Hey Hannah podcast. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to stay updated on all the latest episodes, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and engaging content. And for those of you who prefer the visual experience, catch the video versions of our podcast on our YouTube channel. Just search Hey Hannah Podcast and hit that subscribe button to never miss an episode. For even more Hey Hannah goodness, visit our website at www.heyhannahpodcast.com. There you'll find updates, bonus content, and join a community that embraces you with open arms. Your continued support truly means the world to us. Together, let's spread love, share wisdom, and honor every precious moment. Because here at Hey Hannah, we believe that life is meant to be lived well. Remember, a new episode of the Hey Hannah podcast is released every Wednesday. So mark your calendars and be sure to tune in. Thank you again for being a part of Hannah's Hive. Until next time, take care. Entertainment.